Hello everyone and welcome to another talk here. So um, we're going to discuss technique and give you some exercises that um, that you might use to, um, to play um, or apply some of these um, techniques when you're uh, when you're playing. So it's important, I'll say, kind of from the beginning here, that um, that you kind of work with um, with someone who who has been playing uh, that can give you some feedback on uh, hand position and, and maybe some things like that. to watch you and look out for for the issues and so that's one issue I think with the um, the current um, trends you might say in um, guitar playing um, that folks try to uh, work um, from from watching and and looking and and uh, from the outward kind of kind of perspective, which is very good, very um, powerful. But um, when it comes to technique, you really have to be um, on the lookout for very very detailed information um, on on all the. All the nuances of maybe someone's hand position and and all those kinds of things when talking about uh, the uh, or thinking about um, technique. So um, so that's kind of an important um, issue. I just like to bring up um, as far as you know, kind of the internet. Um, is concerned is that it's just um, it's a one-way kind of thing in a sense um, where you can watch somebody do something but it's very hard to get every single detail every maybe motivation of um, of what's happening uh, with a playing <laughs> So oftentimes, um, and I've talked about this a lot with with folks, is um, I'll start out with uh, um, warm ups, you know, and 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 doing things slowly with um, what I, I might consider kind of good uh, technique. So I'm going to share um, the screen for those who are watching the. that. Um, so I've got a little foot, some foot percussion down here. So I'm going to uh, change my screen, but I'm going to keep everything very um, audio only friendly as well 
for those who are checking this out as a podcast. So I'm um, I'm um, going to um, record this, or I am recording this as a uh, podcast, and I'm streaming. I'm also um, uh, recording this as a as a video, which I, I've started to do recently, um, just for kind of user experience on the YouTube channel. Okay, so a few things to um, to consider uh, uh, with technique. And uh, one is that the hands really, if you can keep them relaxed as possible all the time. Um, so try to sort of have the have the fingers at ease, have the hand very relaxed. Right, and then try a few maybe little. Um, patterns and things. So maybe try an interval. So let's say a whole step. Okay. And try a whole step on different frets. So that's seven to nine. So move that around a string. Okay, now what I'm doing there is um, plucking. Every note, right? And then start to notice, you know, um, and just observe as we move up the neck, the angle of the hand and the frets. Now, for different types of playing, you might have your hand in different types of uh, uh, positions. So having the palm kind of the base of the fingers parallel to the guitar neck is one type of technique that's really um, very helpful and you might say kind of classical. Um, there's one, one uh, word that kind of comes to mind. Right, so there, let's say, um, you might say, okay, well, I'm gonna, um, pick a series of intervals and play them all in one position. So do some chromatic tones, so half steps. So you might notice on the on the whole steps, maybe I was playing a little bit at an angle. Okay. So where the, the fingers are kind of pointing really a, a little bit towards the um, top corner of of the um, of the guitar. Now, in this other um, kind of technique, we might play where the fingertips are really kind of pointing straight back at the thumb on the opposite opposite side. So the finger finger two especially, and the thumb is fairly fairly low. Well, I would say maybe three quarters of the way. You still kind of fit, see the tip of it. Okay, so you can move that around. Maybe do a chromatic passage or just go kind of one fret. So I'm just moving my first finger up one fret and then moving over. And so far I'm plucking every, every note. Okay. So those are kind of a couple of basic 
uh, hand positions that I kind of consider. So if I'm doing maybe more of a um, rock blues, um, maybe country or that kind of style, I, I will tend to kind of have my fingers a little bit more to the at an angle where they're kind of almost diagonal to to the frets and that can really help and I, I talked about this quite a lot um, in the lessons which is, is I guess it's really kind of challenging um, to do but you try to kind of get a little bit of the side of, of the finger of, let's say the first finger to touch the side of the neck the underside you know almost like you're a fret away kind of depending on where you are um, right, and that helps with vibrato. You got to pivot between the, the thumb hanging over the top side of the neck and the side of the first finger on the side of the guitar, and then we're rotating the forearm. Okay, rotating rather than taking. Um, and doing vibrato with the with the fingertip and the finger, right? So I would say that that would be a little less accurate, hard harder to control. Um, whereas doing a bend over here like that, um, even if you're using a different finger, um, it's going to be a little bit easier to more accurately control that and um, get to a certain note or control the vibrato in it in kind of a certain way. Now the advantage, you know, to playing all this right in a row like this in sort of a different way of holding, you get really kind of really nice clean tones. The fingers are able to reach maybe easier um, but I think going back and forth between those two is, is helpful when we think about the pinky and how uh, much smaller it is than the other fingers it is really helpful for using the pinky to have the, the palm of the hand a little more parallel to the bottom of the of the guitar neck. Now there are a few things that um, probably really hard to pick up on as far as um, what's happening um, with little details on the fingers here. Um, and that is the, the string control. So controlling the strings or um, uh, preventing them or preventing unwanted notes from ringing, especially open strings, um, is an issue uh, that we want to uh, kind of tackle. So we have, um, let's say I'm playing with the first finger here on string three fret seven um, we can 
touch string four a little bit with a fingertip, so that's something I'll do. And then the underside of the first finger is also touching the first two strings. So it on, on the surface kind of looks like I'm just kind of holding holding a string. Uh, and I am, but there are some additional things that are happening. So I'm touching the fourth string so that it doesn't ring. I'm touching the second string and the first string. Another advantage of this is that you can actually loosen up your right hand and, and pluck quite a few strings, so four strings and only hearing one. Okay. And then if you actually, if you mute with a thumb, Now, sometimes you might get, a, if the thumb's at the wrong place, you might get a harmonic, but. Uh, all right, so I'm getting a little harmonic there kind of due to the position, but if I move over, right, then I'm actually kind of controlling all the strings. So that's helpful, right? So that's what, those are some things that might not be completely obvious at first, unless someone kind of explains it like I'm doing. Um, or someone notices a lot of unwanted tones and, and when you're playing something. Um, and then they can kind of show you a way to fix that. And a lot of times we might get so focused on the tones we're trying to play that we might not notice that we're accidentally playing some other sounds that we're not really intending. So back to some exercises. Let's talk about a little bit about crossing over on uh, on strings. Maybe do so. We talk about half steps and whole steps. How about um, minor thirds and major thirds? Now we can play those on on strings. Um, one on one string, major thirds, minor thirds. But I'm going to talk a little bit about um, crossing over strings. So, so notice if we play a minor third, it's, it's kind of similar to, at least as far as the fret distance, it's similar to the, the whole step. It's just that instead of playing on the same string, two frets higher, we're playing on a different string, one string lower, so, but two frets higher. So it's a similar kind of shape. And again, I'm using this technique of of having kind of a little bit of an angle. Now let's notice another little detail. So the thumb is following the finger. So it's staying about relative to, to where the fingers are and just kind of moving up. And I'm keeping the thumb on the, on the back of the neck. And it can be helpful to use a little bit of the um, part of the finger that's a little more slick than the other. So the pad of the thumb is, has a tendency to stick. So a little bit lower than that. So kind of a little bit of the, the crease between the pads of the, of the thumb. So oftentimes with, if folks don't really um, know about 
about that or weren't told or um, just didn't think about it. Um, the thumb sometimes does fairly okay on the um, on the lower lower frets, but it kind of tends to go over to the left as you move up. And what happens is um, there's actually I mean if you do this you'll kind of feel a little strain in the forearm. And so um, I think also just kind of for hand health um, and ergonomics, keeping the thumb opposite the second fingers is good practice. So we get good support for the, to counterbalance the pressure that the fingers are putting on the front side with the um, So the thumb, and I end up talking about the thumb a lot um, in, uh, in the private lessons and things. Um, thumb is very important. Okay, so let's talk about another, another exercise, which is just kind of moving around the major third. I'm going down a major third. Um, and it's similar to the fret distance of a half step, so when you cross over strings. Okay, so it's one fret over and then string one string that sounds lower. Right. So there are um, four intervals um, altogether that, that we can practice that are really pretty commonly um, used in melodies and improvisation. So um, not sure the exact percentage, but those are very common, the, the half step, whole step, minor third, and major third, right? And then, you know, it's interesting that we really only have two kind of fret distances, although we're crossing strings. So, so you might combine those. Let's talk a little bit about the right hand uh, side of things, or I should say the picking hand side of things. So um, one of the, um, I would say, very important um, technical things to do is to learn how to alternate pick even if you don't use alternate picking all of the time it's important to to use it on some things some of the time so on the whole step we can say down up down up down up down up so you know since we're only playing two notes it works out pretty well Playing down on the lower note and up on the higher note. Okay, and then we could practice that with any any of the intervals. Okay. All right. Now the um, the picking hand. Um, if you hold the pick a little bit on the side of the finger, 
okay, in the thumb. That's kind of the standard textbook way of doing it. You see that in the method books. So that would I would recommend mastering that as your starting point. And what that does is it gets the hand pretty close to the uh, strings. Okay, and uh, so then you can control some of those unwanted strings with the picking hand as well. Okay, so sum up for today. So alternate picking, um, working on some of the uh, intervals that I mentioned, um, and listening for uh, any unwanted sounds that you might might be getting, um, and all that. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for today's talk. I hope you all enjoyed this, and um, Hope you have a really great practice session with some of these exercises and things. And um, I will see you all in the next one.